Hey there, thanks for listening to the Mummy Dearest podcast. If you love this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon. Your donation helps support our show, and in return, we give you four bonus episodes every month. If you can't support the show financially, then we urge you to harass your friends and share the show with them. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It actually really helps us. Without further ado, on to the show. Welcome to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, a podcast where we used to talk about the mummy, but now we talk about other movies too. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, where we unwrap pop culture from the 90s, 2000s, and today. I'm Zach Mellon. I'm Sloan Steele. And today we're unwrapping, and just like that, season two, episode 11. The finale. Part two, the final finale. The penultimate season. <laughs> Are they going to keep, I mean, I know they just got renewed for season three. Thank God. No, thank God. But they're wrapping, I th- every season they wrap it up just in case. They're like, let's give them everything we case. need in case something happens and we can't go back here for a while. Uh, okay, we're going to get to everything. But um, so Zach weirdly took no notes and I actually took notes this time and it's I been just a weird was, freaky no, Thursday. It was just the thing is, is like I was I generally like don't have to work in the morning on Thursdays and I just wanted to watch it. My like ritual is to wake up and get cozy on my couch first thing in the morning and watch mm-hmm. it. And I couldn't and like social media was talking about it and you had watched it I know and it was just like a really I was really anxious to watch it. Yeah. So I just sat down after work and like watched it. Yeah. Like watched it. Yeah. I wish I hadn't, but I did. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was. I liked a lot it of the, it. It was the worst episode of the entire season. It was the most boring for it sure. Was like so horribly boring. There were some like heartfelt moments and I think it should have been. That party scene should have been. And when I say scene, I mean. 75% of the episode. Yeah. It really should have been shorter because there were parts at the end that I thought were so good. Which parts? I thought the part okay, I will say that when Carrie started talking at the table, I did get a little choked up. Okay. But just but just her. And then the scene where not the whole scene, but there was the scene at the end where they were showing every character and like what they were had accomplished th- that season and what they were doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. And it cut to Miranda, a success, the successful woman that we know her to be, having a healthy conversation with another woman who w- I'm assuming is a lesbian. And it was just like this. That to me was like a very sweet, quick little moment. Finally, after all this time, we like she's in this beautiful cocktail dress after being on the BBC mm-hmm. talking about her passion. we She's like a really successful person. We've seen her through all of these seasons being a very successful person. She's always been successful. She just hasn't been successful at love, really. But, and then she just like dropped her job and went back to school and looked like an idiot. Mm-hmm. When but... she didn't like need to go back to school. Like, anyway, it just... 
so I really liked seeing her. I thought it was cute, like showing all I needed. I'm sorry that I'm like going all over the place, but all I needed was the the clip of Harry and Charlotte, the clip of Aiden and Carrie, and the clip of Miranda. Because Aiden and Carrie, Carrie is never going to grow up. Carrie mm-hmm. had a season of mourning where she acted like a very old lady and we kind of got bored and we were confused. Mm-hmm. She Now this season, she's just acting like Carrie Bradshaw. She's trying to be more mature, but really she's just the most self-centered person that's ever been on TV. Ever been on TV. She's acting like Carrie Bradshaw. And I love that. I love that they're yeah. just giving us Carrie's the same person. Yep. Charlotte is in bed trying to like struggling how to set up an iPhone like an old like boomer. I couple. love that scene. I loved that. And I want seen... I want Harry and Charlotte to be together in real life. I'm sure that they are. <laughs> <laughs> um why does Charlotte look so much like Sarah Jessica Parker's true like real life husband? What's wow. She does look like Matthew Broderick. Is yeah, that why are they like twins in real life? No, but the facial work she's had done truly does make her look like Matthew Broderick. You're absolutely correct. hundred so percent. You're very um, correct about that. But anyway, so I just, I really liked the ending. I didn't like seeing Che do anything sexual. I don't care about Naya. Um, I do kind of care about Seema. I care about watching Seema run her hands through her hair when she's riding a guy. I liked to see that. Agreed. I love Seema's hair. Seema's hair is like a character. Because it, it looks dry, but really well done. It's so dry. It's so not healthy, but it's so voluminous Beautiful. that yeah. I'm just like, okay, like, yes, like she does not wash it. She gets it blown out and it's every 10 days, maybe it's a blowout. And then it's so much dry shampoo with the cigarette smoke mixed in. Like, yeah. I just really like that. I love Seema. I, I really do. Yeah, I like her. On, I do like her presence on the show. And I really liked seeing LTW, like, get the snuggle treatment. Like, <laughs> it, like just that uh, really. I didn't. I have to be honest with you, though. Like, I really hated the way that she told charlotte that she miscarried like that was really weird um it was like really abrupt and then like and emotionless it was very strange well i am someone who has had to tell people that i've miscarried and it's sort of like you don't like that it it rang true to me like i didn't take okay i didn't make a mental note of it or anything because like it is just like matter of like there's nothing anybody can do and miscarrying Not that miscarrying at any part of your pregnancy is easy, but it's obviously, I shouldn't say obviously, everybody's journey is different. It's a lot harder to, I think, miscarry further along in your pregnancy than it is (laughs) early on. Like, to me, having early miscarriages has always been like... Like the status quo? Yeah, yeah, my status quo (laughs) of my uterus. But I'd just be like... I would have said it the same way. So I didn't think that was weird of her, just personally. Now that you're saying, now that you've explained that, that does make sense. And it's almost like how you don't want to make the other person feel uncomfortable. So you say it very, like... Very fast and very, like, it's no big deal. I mean, it is a a big deal, but, like, But you won't want... You want to make it... You want to make it, like, seem like it's not a big deal so the other person isn't, like, ruined. Like, they're, like, Doesn't know what to do. I I was uh out to out to lunch with a new potential mom friend from Rex's school and it was when I was like freshly pregnant this was like a year ago 
and she was ordering a drink and I, it was lunchtime and I didn't order a drink. And I, she was like, oh, now I feel weird. I'm like, no, 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 don't feel weird. I'm like, I'm, I'm actually pregnant. And then the next time I saw her, she was like, how's it going? And I was like, I, I don't, I'm no longer with the baby, no longer with child. And she was horrified. I was like, it's fine. It's okay. But it's like, so awkward. It's awkward to tell people. And then it's awkward to not tell people you're not, it's horrible. It's a horrible situation. Something that you just brought up to me is so weird, is so much weirder to me that, and don't let me go on a tangent, but like, all you did in that lunch was just not order a certain drink. Yeah. And I made some. And it became a conversation. Like, yeah. It's so strange to me. Like, if someone just doesn't order orange juice, are you like, oh my God, I feel so weird. I, I think I want an orange juice, but like, you're not getting one. It's so weird. No. It's so weird, you guys. Just like, if you want to have a drink, have a drink. But don't, don't make a comment on me either having or not having one. It's like, oh my God, you didn't get a water. Oh my God. Oh my God. I feel so awkward. Oh my God. Are you like not drinking water right now? Is there like a reason? Oh, that's so weird. Um, so I guess we should anyway, talk I'm about, sorry. I think we should talk about the, <laughs> like, honestly, I feel like this, this podcast is going to suck because nothing happened in this fucking episode. They gave us Samantha, but it was the most throwaway scene. I don't even know what the point of it was. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. I'm not even getting fucked in this car, honey. I think that it was just like it was so weird. She looked beautiful. Number one, she looked uh, yeah, she looked beautiful. I thought that the th- the conversations they had were weird. I I mean the callback to Annabelle, whatever her name is, I thought was like I guess kind of funny, but like forced. It was like it was so uh, forced, and I just if you guys don't know what we're talking about, she was pretending to be the character that she was when she was using the Soho House pool pass, and she was some like pretend british woman named i don't know annabelle fucks a lot or whatever i just think that like it's all business and i think that she clearly like dipped her toe into it this time and i know that they didn't interact at all but i just think that if hbo were to pay her whatever she wanted the ratings would be like astronomical it would be like this it would be like scandal for and just like that like (laughs) Yeah, I guess we're going to see how she feels, how it was received. It was just, it felt very forced and odd. Like, I'm sorry, but if she's not showing up at Big's funeral, like, this bitch is not showing up just random. Like, it was just random. It was so weird. It felt weird, and I feel like the funeral thing was very weird, but they did introduce the fact that they were angry with each other. They did. And then, like, I think it was a nice touch that she sent the flowers, like, whatever. But it it is also, like, a very weird move to send, like, the main funeral arrangement. Like, she that's... Al- well, it's very Samantha, though. Like, yeah. and we know that Samantha's really uncomfortable with death and funerals and, like, her friends, like. Yeah. But I do think that she probably could have just called and said, sorry, I couldn't make it. Yeah. Like how's the like how's the planet i just think that it shouldn't have been i think it was done i like the way that they made it not a big deal like carrie just answered her phone like it was samantha it wasn't a big deal yeah but i do think she should have just been like oh honey i'm sorry i couldn't make it i hope you get fucked after your party or like something like that or like how's the party planning going blah blah blah. i don't think it needed to be like i was at heathrow and my plane got canceled now i'm on my way home and i was just gonna stay for the night it's just like we didn't need that. Just be like, sorry, I couldn't make it. I'm not flying home to say goodbye to your ratty old apartment. Like, 
Honey, I'll come to the new one as long as there's men with hard Honestly, cocks. Honestly, I just think that like they're actors. Just get her on the show. HBO, give her what she wants. Get her on the show. What's Enough. Going on, what's going on with Shoe the cat? Why have we introduced the cat? This is okay. So this, I'm glad you brought this up. To me, this is one of those moments that we talk about a lot where the writers just give the boomers a couple lines and they're like, why don't we introduce a cat? She's going to be a cat lady in and a get mansion. This. And get this. It's named Shoe because she likes shoes. But also, Shoe, get out of my shoe. So that is a that is the boomer writers from the original series that they are allowing to have some like. It's like anytime a character on the show is struggling, they're like, give him a pet. Put him in a vet tech office. Give him something to to. But like, what would Samantha be talking? What would Samantha be saying about Che? Oh my God. That's why we need Sammy Jones. We need to know what she's saying about Che. She'd probably try to fuck Che, number one. Also, like, get rid of 70% of the cast and give all of that money to Samantha Jones. I did not need to have a dinner party with the downstairs neighbor and smoke. No, this is what I'm... Okay, that's like a big thing is is like Carrie has a lot of highfalutin friends and people that she spent a lot of time with throughout the years. Why are we getting the like I understand why the showrunner wanted those people in the episode, but Carrie Bradshaw would never have those people. What's his name? Jackie? Yeah. That guy, I am you guys. <laughs> they need to stop putting minorities the in, in the most hateable roles because it makes us sound like monsters. Are they doing the this jokes on between Che and Jackie? Oh my god. Give me what I need. A Xanax? <laughs> That was like really fucking wild. And then when he was like, he was like, something I want to get rid of, smoke. No, it was like, no, those are the boomer writers. Like, and then like the downstairs neighbor had to be like, this is what happens when comedians love each other. It's like, that's the explanation we don't need. Like, like, we get it. Yeah, what's happening? Please leave. Like, we've seen people. Leave leave me alone, please. Like, we've seen people talk to each other before. Get off of me. I know. That was really fucking weird. I'm just like, I... This episode was written by 70-year-olds, and, like, I know it for a fact. I really did not enjoy this episode, like, at all. I didn't think it was good. I I was so bored. I literally just liked, like, two seconds every five seconds of that last scene. All right, so should we... Okay, well, let me look at my notes, because I feel like we're going so all over the place, because, honestly, this episode was just so lackluster. Okay, um... Okay, so my first note is I understand Charlotte's breakdown. I calculated. I have to make 2,130 more lunches before Rex graduates high school. I have to pack that. That's not even counting dinner or snacks. Well, by or the breakfast. time he's like in his teen year, he's not going to want the fucking shit you make. He He's going to be like, give me money, mom. Are you sure? So in a hundred, you think that that boy is going to grow up and be like, Please give me a charcuterie board when he's like has like pubes. Like he's gonna he already just, has pubes. Okay, <laughs> he's gonna be like he's gonna be like give me money, you dumb idiot. <laughs> I think he'll still want me to cook for him. I was making him a grilled cheese for dinner, and Paul had just eaten the I other dinner I had prepared. Right now. Well, Paul goes, "Hey, can you make me one of those too?" So like, I, love- I don't know if it ever ends. You guys, the trick to grilled cheese is always making sure that there's butter on your counter so it's soft when you spread it. 
guys, you just got to use like the most butter. And then I'm a fan of of a squished down grilled cheese. I really like With it. With the just spatula? Kinda, yeah, it's like it flattened. It's funny because I like it. I don't Fluffed. want it Like, yeah, like I want to, I just want it like perfectly. What do you keep the heat on? Medium? Yeah, like medium, medium yeah, high, me- a li- like a little medium oh, high. Okay. So I it's do, like, it's golden. I do flat medium. No, I go, I go smidge above medium. I'm not going to lie to you. Two slices of cheese. Well, for Rex, I just do one slice of American. If I'm making, if I'm making a fancy grilled cheese and it's much more of a production, it's like a grilled sourdough. It's like different cheeses. I don't want that. I want like, like I want white bread with American cheese. I I had, I had nature's own butter bread and American cheese and dipped in ketchup. Land O'Lakes American cheese. No, it was Horizon Organic. What is that? Is that like in a free? Is that in the fridge section or deli? Uh, it's in the fridge. It's on the floor. It ta- it when you get American. I know that American cheese is the least amount of cheese you can buy, but American cheese from the fridge section is somehow leaps worse. <laughs> Uh, it's I got the kind of American cheese that's like the craft single in the individual sl- like the individual wrapping. Right. I will say though, now that we're so talking fun. about this, I think I would love a craft single grilled cheese right now. Like that's I like what I made. I'm like thinking of going to the grocery store when we're done. <laughs> Just to get that craving. Imagine no, how sick would it be if I walked out of the like I just went up to them with nothing but craft singles and white bread. They would, I think they would know like, what you were up to. Are you okay? Thank God they're self-checkout. Anyway. So embarrassing. Um, okay, my next note. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, when Brady pulled up and saw Miranda and Steve, I did oh, get teary-eyed. I cried. Yeah. I, I was there like, is oh, nothing damn. more, there is nothing more than divorced than children from a broken home want more than to see their parents getting along. <laughs> I would love to see my parents getting along, but that's too I bad don't for even me. I never even cared to be honest with you it like but even me like not caring I still loved like when my mom and dad would see each other and they'd give like they would always give each other like a teeny little like half hug and kiss on the cheek like like how like a like a sister would do at a Christmas event or something like I and like that was always very like comforting to me That's nice but I don't think my parents talk to each other anymore when you, but like even at family weddings, like they don't hug. Yeah, at weddings they did, but then things went south again. Okay, we don't have to. No, no, I'm not going to okay. that. <laughs> um, I, then I wrote, if I don't get Carrie's checkerboard dress, I'll die. But why'd um, she have leggings on underneath it? No, she's Carrie I Bradshaw. Fucking, not only was it a legging, it was a Capri legging. So it, it was, was like insanity. Yeah. It was a Sandra D, like. It was literally like a Spanx mid-calf legging. It was she so was like, dark. tell me about it, stud. I know exactly what you're saying with like that that level of like pant length, like a cigarette pant. It was a so, cigarette, yeah. It was so traumatizing to me. Like when I saw it, I did like, you know, that gif of Carrie where she's like, oh, with like the blinking face. That's what I did to her. I did that to Carrie. I was like, what do you, why do you have leggings on? Why do you have Heather Thomas yummy tummies on mm-hmm. under a fucking Oscar Thompson, de la Renta gown? Yeah. Like what the fuck? It was really weird. Also what's weird is, the which the writers are getting wrong. I am going to tell you what I do think the writers are doing really well, but right now I'm going to tell you what I think they're doing wrong, which they always do wrong, is like 
rom- they do nothing correct when it comes to romance or okay. lust. I I don't want to see Anthony making out with the poet anymore. I I, don't want to see I feel I feel bad for the never mind. I don't I I feel say bad. what you need to say. Say what you need to say, John Mayer. I just feel bad for the poet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't the actor. I'm talking about the actor. Like I I just I know. I don't need to see that storyline. I don't How believe old that he? storyline. He's I think he's 18. I'm talking about the Anthony in real life. Is he like 60? Like Yeah, probably. Why I don't need to see doing- him get ass fucked with a uh, boy butter. I don't need to see that. And it, really- again, it's not like an anti-gay thing. It's just like a, oh it didn't god, add, no, please! It didn't I would love add to see anything. Gay sex on the show. Yeah, I love seeing gay sex. I just want to see more interesting gay sex. That wasn't interesting to me. Like this guy was like, "I'm going to go to Rome unless I fuck your ass." Like, what are you talking about? Uh, how you say penetrate you? Uh-huh. Uh, your walls are up. I don't mean your anal walls. I mean, this like, like, what do you mean? You want to fuck my ass? What do you mean? Like, don't look at my ass it's not on the menu why does he talk like a mobster it's just like it's a 1930s gay it's so bad transatlantic i know it's just like i hate it and i don't it's like the i understand okay oh god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry for the listeners for this episode, i know you guys I, this episode is so bad no i get why the writers are doing this like thing where they're like we need to break barriers of men feeling feminine if they're getting fucked but it's like this isn't the audience Mm-mm. go put that on a hallmark movie we don't we don't get it's fine we're not there we've passed that well we're past that but like there's people at home that are probably like oh my god they've stopped watching i'm telling you right now they've stopped watching the show at this point so it's just this this it's just us it's just us and it's not hitting any of the notes it's trying to hit no i don't need to see a 50 something year old man be like i don't get fucked because i'm not a woman anthony's whole like macho gay thing like 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 you're like you're gay you're you're a bottom (laughs) (laughs) it's just very weird if you were gonna have gay sex act would you want to be a bottom or a top i want to say i don't want i don't like my butthole and i don't like other people's buttholes so i don't think i'd want to do either to be honest with you do you want to be in a relationship with a man do you want to kiss a man I have no desire to be in a relationship with anybody. To be do you think you're asexual or no? I just okay. don't want to be in a relationship. Don't worry. Do you... I mean, I'm talking to therapist Mike about the fact that I have no desire to be intimate with anybody. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. If I just do, don't want it. Do I don't you. want it. Like, leave me alone. Like, I don't. Not you. I just mean like. It's very exhausting and it I sucks. really like being alone. Like I I I have a I have very close relationships. I have very close friends and family and I get to experience socialization all day every day and when I don't I get think home, you're missing out. That's how I feel that's truly how I feel like I I, think you're I fine. have everything I need and I just really don't want anyone in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, it's like 
I clean my house up every morning. I walk around, I straighten everything up. I look around, I go, wow, it looks really nice in here. And then if I went and took footage of upstairs right now, it, it's like a bomb went off. And it's like, everyone's it was just miserable. Me. I know. And it's like, everyone is miserable. Like once they find, it's like they work so hard at finding someone and they find someone and they're like, God, I hate this person. And it's like, I know, I know. Why are you doing this? You know, I do think there's a lot to be gained, though, from a relationship. Um, fiscally, like, I could really use a relationship. Like, yes. fiscally, I would love a relationship. I w- well, no, you want to be financially taken care of. You don't want to have to give more even, money. To be honest with you, though, like, even if I just, even if I did fall in love with someone who could just pay half the rent, mm-hmm. that would be nice. I that So that's, that's one thing I'll say. That would okay. be nice if okay. somebody could pay half the rent okay what do you think carrie's new apartment costs the three-story mansion that she Uh bought in gramercy park Uh uh-huh 50 million i was gonna say i don't i don't know once things get into double digit millions i stop no i completely have no idea yeah so i i was gonna say between 20 and 50 million that's a really big range of numbers. It's huge. I just don't have any. I like don't know. Between I don't, twenty and fifty million. It's like definitely. It's definitely thirty million minimum. 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 That's so crazy. It's Imagine insane. buying that. It's so beautiful in there. I need. I mean, I'm really happy, and I really hope that she sticks to this. I think it's time for us to get out of that apartment. And I think, yeah, she's older now. She needs that apart, the new one. But like, I agree. Why didn't a- okay? Can we get into Aiden? I really would hate to, but yes. Okay, cool. what can you explain to me? What the fuck happened? Because I still don't really understand what happened. All right, you guys. So last we left Aiden, he was crying in a car because his son tried to take his own life. And I mean, take his own life in a weird like it, he like tried to take his own life four different ways in one time. Like it was like drugs, mushrooms, driving, tr- alcohol. It just you're was, not like, gonna die on mushrooms. I mean, you'd have to. Well, you'd have to eat a poisonous mushroom. Like, yeah, you're. I don't think you're gonna die from a, eating magic mushrooms. Right. I mean, if you take them and drive your car, yeah, sure, for sure. Um, so Aiden comes shows up at the tail end of the party throwing rocks at her window because their relation that's what their relationship is like. He's like a little boy and she is like a little like she is like something happened to her when she was 20. Like and she has arrested development. Mm-hmm. Um something happened to him when he was nine and he has arrested development. So Country Lurch is really accurate. Like there's something that's like so off about him. I love him. I I like love him. No, I do too. But I do. I I still am scared of him. Like he could snap at any moment and like murder her. He gives that energy. So he shows up and he finally goes into the apartment after months and months of being like, I'll never go into that apartment. You stupid bitch. Mm -hmm. And she, he goes in and it's this really weird flipping thing where she's like, you came in, you said you'd never come in. And he's like, get me a beer. And Anthony's like, it's not on the menu. Um, Anthony says, Carrie's like, I'm so sorry. I know I have an open concept floor plan and Anthony is fucking his poet in that other room, but just ignore it for right now. So um, he breaks up with her and is like, is that what happened? I mean, he does this very sex in the city 
90s sitcom drama thing where, and I hope you are with me on this and I can't really explain it, where moments like that happened a lot and very it had it had very mad about you energy. Oh my god, Sloan, thank you. It was very mad about you, Will and Gracie, or like mm-hmm. in nine hundred two and oh, where like we waited a season to find out who Kelly was choosing, and then she chooses herself. Like it was no. very like it was very that coded. Like yeah. So he does this thing where he is like, I can't be coming back here and you can't go there because I need to stay with my son who tried to kill himself. And right away, I'm like, that is not how you parent. I am no parent. And I'm also not a child who tried to do that to themselves when my father or mother were in a relationship. But like, you don't just be like like that's negotiating with terrorism Mm -hmm. he tried to kill himself to get attention essentially and his father's like i'm leaving the love of my life again because of him because of you and then this kid's gonna grow up honestly like it's not benefiting anybody because at some point this kid's gonna be like 30 and he's gonna be like i can't believe i did that He's also going to be like 16 and be like, I have a girlfriend now. Like, I don't want to be with my dad. Like, I want to be with my my friends. So he says that she has to wait five years until he's 20, until Wyatt's 20. Because apparently, when you turn 20, like everything is fixed. Everything's fine. That's how I experienced it. I was fine. As soon as I turned 20, I was like, all my problems are gone. Yeah, it was. Magic. You can leave now, Dad. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Literally, when I was twenty, my dad did move to California. So, like, I guess that is real. They wait to dads wait till twenty, and then they're like, you know what? I, I'm going to do me now, big time. I'm like, okay, bye. So Destiny Carrie's like you. five fucking years. Are you kidding me? And he does this like weird like snap finger thing, and it's just like it. Just he did a Thanos did. snap. He did, yeah. He like snapped away his children. It just was like. I want to snap away his children. It was just really weird, you guys. And I just feel like he could have, he probably could have gone to a a therapist, a child psychologist and been like, hey, one, we need to work on my parenting, a child who has depression. I'm also in a relationship. I need to like maneuver that. Like, are you talking to anybody? And then I didn't realize that the mother, Aiden's ex-wife is just like a deadbeat mom. I guess so. And he's like, I'm the one that's always been there. So we're supposed to be like, wow, Aiden's such a mensch, like what an amazing guy. But it's like I understand him so weird. Like not being able to come up every other week. Like and sort of full week. Like that is a lot. Like, but maybe you could be like, I'll come up like one weekend a month right now. Like times are really hard at home. I'll come up a weekend a month for now. So weird. It's a weird that the writers are weird for this. Like, and I didn't understand the point. It didn't make any sense. I think that by the end of next season, it will have been five years. Or is Aiden just going to be like, turns out my kid's a teenager and doesn't want to be around his dad. Something weird's going to happen. It was just such an odd move and I didn't understand it. And like, is this supposed to, are we leaving Carrie open to like date next season? Like, what is this? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I'm wondering if they wanted Carrie to date, but they also wanted to like fix what they had done. So this like gets me into what I think they what the writers have done a good job on. And I think I said this last week. I do think that they're taking all of the hate on social media and trying to fix it. And they're doing it very like slowly, but okay. we're getting like satisfaction. Like we're getting satisfaction 
out of like Che not being with Miranda. That's Miranda, true, Zach. True. Miranda being successful. Miranda being maybe Mar- comfortable. Miranda having good clothes. That's what I'm saying. This is Miranda's, Miranda's redemption again. Miranda's redemption. We finally got Miranda back. She was like that. She's friends with Steve again, and we do get Carrie back. When we got Steve back, I didn't expect him to have developed such a thick accent to the point where... Is that an accent? I don't know. I I couldn't understand him. I don't know what's going on with that. Is that like a deaf thing? I don't know what's happening with with Steve, but I'm I'm glad that we are that we have a Steve and Miranda storyline. I'm I think that it's natural that they're friends. I like that we have a widow, a divorcee, and a married couple. Mm-hmm. Now we just I need lo- our slut back. That's why I loved the ending where it showed all the different vignettes of like what it means to be a couple and what intimacy looks know. like for those couples. I I really love that. I love. I mean, I know you already said this, but the LTW part, that cuddle, Ugh. that snuggle, it was so sweet and tender and beautiful and and perfect. They write they write that man perfectly. I mean, that man is such a good husband. He's such oh a my God. Uh, he's such a good. That's partner. a man I would marry. That is a man I would marry. I feel like Paul is very much like that guy, where he's very supportive of me and also like so tries and what? It's so gross. I know. I'm Supportive sorry. man. How did you get there? I know. I when I met Paul, I literally was like, "Oh, this is like a good guy," and then I just like never let him go. Sloan married the only like frat bro with a heart of gold. With a heart of gold and a liberal. No, you know mentality. what? My my uncle Tim is the same way. He's a frat bro with. Is a he good the heart. one I met? Uh huh. He is. He's a total frat bro, but he and he's got a great heart. He's like a liberal good heart guy. He went to Harvard, Harvard, and uh, he's still like a nice person. He's a very nice person. Yeah, so that's good for him. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I just think, what are they going to do next season? What are they going to give us? I'm really hoping that they have no plans yet, because I would really like. I really think that they need to work on getting Samantha back. I think like they need really, to get- really work. I think they really need to be like, what do you drop, want, Kim? We need to drop Che and Naya and give Kim their salaries plus some. I wonder what Che and Naya are making per episode. I mean, I'm sure we could look it up. I just think I, I really don't want Che to be on the next season. Like, please, 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 please. I who do I will blow every writer in that room. Like, please. Please. It's Che's. I'm, true, I'm literally begging. Like, please. It's Che's eyebrows for me. Their eyes look so weird. Everything about the way that when Miranda meets Che in the kitchen at the dinner party and sorry, taps like, them on the back. Violently. Yeah, very violently. I loved and then, it. And Che turns around and is like, Whoa. So that's when I remembered. That's when I thought to myself, the writers are doing this on purpose because Miranda has that line where she goes, What was that? She goes, you and I, what was that? And it was almost like a nod to the to the public being like, I mean, the whole year last year, we were like, what is this? What the fuck are you doing? Did, so, this, se- did this season start in LA? I can't even remember. Yeah. That was the season? Yeah. yeah I like on. don't want to rewatch the season. There are, I would like to rewatch the last half of it, I think. Yeah, I can't watch the front nine. I'm gonna watch. No. I'm gonna do the back nine. I just like 
I really didn't like it at first. And then I'm I telling started you, to that's like, like it. when I tried to watch the first season again and I couldn't, the second Che hit the camera, I was like, can't get through this. I can't I do could, it. I could go back to the first season again. I could get oh. my eyes. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be able to watch that part. I wouldn't, I can't relive Che and Miranda in the kitchen part one. Finger banging while Carrie pisses the bed. I can't go through that part again, but I think I could get my eyes on the rest of the season. That was so crazy. That was the craziest thing. And then like Miranda listening to Che's podcast in her kitchen. Oh my God. I thought that Che was in a finger bang the neighbor when the neighbor was like, I loved your podcast. Like, who are these people in Carrie's orbit? That uh, are... I, this, it need, this needed to be the end of that. I'm I'm really hoping that the whole like last supper thing was a nod to it being like this is the last time you're going to see these people. I please, I, God. I please I pray to the gods. Like I I hope that they were like next season we are like giving you some what true you sex in the city. I would be so sad if I was one of the people on the show and I was like just so hated. I'm like, this is my big break and like everybody hates me. They must be reading like they must be reading Twitter and what and whatever. Like, I mean, it has to be. And it's not their fault. It's not their fault. They've been written poorly. Like, that's not on them. I'm talking about like the whole cast. <laughs> I wonder if Naya will be back. I did like Naya's. It's, uh, Naya's it's fine. Guy. Like it. It's it's fine to have Naya there. It's just that like I'm not buying into like I'm not connecting with the character. Like mm-hmm. I don't know like what I don't like the whole. Why is she calling her husband by his full name? Oh my god, that's one of my notes. Like Terrence Malick Jr. or whatever. She's I saying. don't like, get it. It's like, like Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like, why are you doing that? It's like, and and like we ha- we don't know him. Like we're we're not connected to this. We're not. Why do you call him Andre Richard? Like we don't need to know yeah, who he is. I don't understand. I don't. The, I don't like it. Like the only new people I really obviously LTW is my number one new person. Of I course. I need her to stay on the show for the rest of. I need her that's just to need be a on television, off. right? But then, like, Seema, I think, is, like, a good little person to be with. Totally Carrie. fine. I think Seema's a good foil to Carrie. Correct. She doesn't detract, and she doesn't really add. If this were she... Housewives, she'd be a really good friend of. And I would love to see her. I'd delight in seeing her. I do think Seema gets a good amount of airtime to, like, yeah, so that Carrie can say, like, some Carrieisms and, like, bounce some stuff off of Seema. And I feel like I like that. I, and I think she's, yeah. I think that's a good, we can leave Seema. But if I see smoke one more time. No, you got Jackie and smoke need to. I've seen there's been like five different episodes with smoke. Didn't smoke fuck up the Met Gala. Yes. And she gets to go to this Michelin star like, but this is what I'm saying. Like, why is Carrie saying, oh, my God, I have this once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm going to invite my ex podcast co-host wife. I don't know. What are you doing? Like, where's Burger? Where's anybody you've met in the 29 seasons of the show? Anybody? It's a Michelin star chef. Like, where are, like, your friends? Where's Mitzi? Where is Mitzi? It's so weird. Where's that guy that she dated that brought her to that, like, bisexual orgy party? Wasn't that, like, Timothy Oliphant? Yeah. Yeah, where is he? Get him out here. Was that, it wasn't, wait, was it Timothy Oliphant? I think it was. He was on it. 
I think that was him. He was the bi guy? I think so. Anyway, it's just, where are all these people? Where's John Bon Jovi? Like, where's... Where's John Bon Jovi? Where's David Duchovny? Where's Duchovny? Well, he's locked up. Although I would like to see... I would like to see him back again. That'd be funny. Like, if he got out of the slammer. I love David Duchovny. He's sexy. He's... Those lips. That little, little pouty little butt lips. pouty little cloud butt lips. He does a little cloud butt lips. They're so kissable, soft little kissable lippers. Um... Oh, honey, you've got butt lips, oh, and honey. I want a rim job. Honey, he's got butt lips. Oh, honey, um, he might be crazy, but I'm crazy for his cock. <laughs> we really need her back. You guys, we need her back. Oh, we honey. need Kim Cattrall. Kim, if you're listening, which I know Kim Cattrall <laughs> is are. an avid listener of this podcast. I know you are, Kim. You need to just take what they will give you. You need to save this show. I just need Kim. Kim is our only hope. And I'm just hoping that she hears our plea. Like, come back, make things right, make things better. Make um... I loved Miranda's storyline this episode, I have to say. I just have to say it loud and proud. I do. I also, I co-sign what Zach is saying. Miranda's back. When she looked down at that horrifying MH tattoo on her inner wrist before the BBC, I was like, we're so fucking back. The, and her, like, just logging onto the bbc like no notes she walked right in sat down answered questions talked i mean this was like so cute and i love i loved that little like muffled scene of her having a really good conversation with a new person in october 29th she's going to be back on our screens for hbo's the gilded age season two hbo will not let us <laughs> like not see her like they're like <laughs> you're like will we... be... <laughs> you will be tuned in to cynthia you will be Nixon. watching cynthia nixon once you're like in at hbo hbo is just like you're on every show everything baby. but they're not like but all. can we do that to what's her name my my dream woman what's her name I don't know. Bertha Russell. Oh, Carrie Coon. She's Carrie been out. Coon. She's been on. Oh, every, yeah. You're, she's oh, been yeah, a leftover. Right. She's been. There's another thing she's been on on HBO. No, you're right. She's in Come a movie on. with Jude Law. That's very good, too. That's like kind of new. It. It's like oh, it's Carrie Coon. Years. Of course, it's going to be good. That's I don't actor. want my old friends. I want new friends. I want to see her and George Russell have a like 12 minute fucking sex scene. Butt naked. I need to see him butt naked with a top hat, like railing her. Does you understand me, HBO? She says something. She says a line where someone asks for a favor and she goes like, have you done something that merits a return? Have you offered me a favor that merits a return? Oh, her voice is so good. You guys, if you haven't seen The Gilded Age, um, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you like us, we promise you that like you will get into The Gilded Age. At first, you're going to be like, Zach Sloan, like, what the fuck is this show? But no, you'll stick with l- it. Let it like into let it, you. Yeah, let it in. And we are going to say we're not going to recap it, but we are. Ep- but like we won't. It, the episode will say like that it's a movie or a show or whatever. But there will be like a fifteen minute prelude. Just know, just, just know. know the beginning of every episode. You can skip over unless you're <laughs> one of the twelve people watching the Gilded Age. I posted. I like shared the picture from Vanity Fair to like my Instagram story, and a lot of people liked it and responded to it. So like, I think that we're in good company. Okay, that makes me happy. Like we're firmly in our mid to late forties. 
watching the gilded age it's so good you guys just like you have to watch it here's the thing you guys like i think if we're so loaded with like horrible like wars and the famine and um like gay hate crimes and racism and we're just all we see is horrible horrible things when a show comes on where the biggest where the worst thing that's going to happen is that like a dinner doesn't get served on time mm-hmm. it feels good like it feels nice to see that the stakes on this show are so low <laughs> it's just about neighbors across the street like talking each- shit about each other for it's an so entire episode it's and then there's just like fancy dishes being served and outfits and storming around mansions and gowns like in gowns like storming in gowns and like is that from the palazzo borghese <laughs> anyway you guys i really urge you to see it do you have um, any more notes about sex in the city i just feel like we've covered everything that happened yeah no we covered like everything. what about like thing? the take a bite of the white the green olive the black olive and then lick the spoon okay so I have been to a couple of restaurants like this and they're very fun. And then you go get McDonald's on the way home after you, yeah. after you spent $600 on a meal and you're like, okay. Yeah. There's a really like popular restaurant downtown called Gracie's that it's does chicken that. Chicken restaurant? No, that's not downtown. You have to drive much further, but <laughs> um, it's called Gracie's and I'm not, I'm not putting it down. It's obviously like incredibly good, but yeah, you get like bites of half olives and spoons yeah. to lick and yeah. it's and like some foams, some foam on top of like a quail head. Yeah. And it's like, a little, it's like a lobster roll, except there's no bread. There's no lobster. And it's all like foam on top of it's like a, a seashell. It's a Sharpie marker that was, that drew <laughs> a circle on a plate and they're like bon appetit. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like okay. People are like licking. Pl- it's like the movie The Menu. <laughs> I ate something at this restaurant called Altar in Miami, and um, it was called um, Tree Fallen on the Forest Floor. And what arrived at my table was literally like inedible pieces of like a stump, and mm. then some kind of like foam that tasted like a like a pine tree. It was. No, it's. Have you seen the movie The Menu? Horrid. I have. Okay, that how good was that? I love that movie. It was so good. It was great. I really liked it. I never knew what was going to happen. I forgot that we talked about movies. <laughs> we should probably do a movie for no, this so, show. No, we are going to. So this wrap this episode wraps up our our yeah. recaps, and we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program next week. Back to movies, you guys. So back to movies, you... two a week. Okay. Well, one free, one paid. It's a tall order. All right. All right. We're getting back to it. We're getting back to it. So if you guys uh, have stuck with us, thank you so much. And uh, Zach, where can they find uh, you and us? You can find us at Mummy Dearest Podcast on Instagram. And you can find me at Zach Mellon wherever social media is served. You can find me at I Am Son Steel. And uh, that's pretty much it. Love you. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mummy Dearest podcast. See you next time. And remember, don't read from the Book of the Dead. Mm-hmm.